today on the Diz List, we discuss my takeaways from my time at Disneyland. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. Or maybe not. Maybe not Disney World. Maybe it's today as Disneyland. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob. And welcome to episode 41, where we discuss my recent trip to Disneyland. I am really excited for this because we have tried to abstain quite a bit from like having lengthy conversations about Rob's trip. Yeah. So this is going to be kind of a fun time for me. Yeah, Nick and I work together and... He's stopped in a couple times, and we chatted about it a little bit. Yeah, just about like what we're going to talk about on this episode, but yeah. not really in-depth stuff. So I'm interested to see how this organically develops. It's very different from how we typically do things on this. I'm going to say it's kind of like our DVC episode, if you listen to yeah. that. Yeah, that's, a, where that's actually a good one. Where we deviated and just talked about some stuff that, that's important to yeah. us. Um, before we do the list, though, I wanted to talk about a lot of stuff that happened in the last week. Um, in fact, it's been really been two weeks since we recorded because, um, we recorded a double, you know, a double set before, so you could go on your vacation there. And I um, feel like Tuesday or Wednesday of last week. Yeah. And I was in the parks both those days that something really big was announced and I, it's been so much yeah. and I was taking in so much at the park that I can't remember specifically what, but I feel like it was a, just a big week for news. Um, on my side of things, one of the things that was really big was Disney announced like a change in DVC minimum point requirement, which the funny thing is they didn't change the minimum points for, and I haven't really looked into it because it doesn't affect me, but it ha- they haven't changed the minimum points required to get benefits, but they've required the minimum, they've changed the minimum points required to purchase your first contract. What this says to me is they recognize that people can't afford 150 DVC points, and they want to try to entice them by lowering down to 100. Yeah, you told me 100 was the minimum, right? Now. Now it is, yeah. And I think this is another indication that other branches of the Disney business, the realm, the kingdom, um, the house of mouse, so to speak, is uh, not doing so hot, whereas the parks are still bringing in money and if we need more evidence let's take a look at what they did this week this past week while you were in disneyland all of our friends over here on the east coast that were visiting the parks during spring break got the lovely um ability to purchase genie plus for the cheap cheap low low price of 35 dollars per person per day do you know it's sold out do you know offhand what the what the ticket price was I, I don't know what the ticket price was. I know was, that fluctuates, but, too. I just yeah. didn't know if you knew that off the top I mean, of it's, it's peak, whatever yeah. the peak season is. But right. but $35, this is a service, folks, that was $15 a day as recently as this summer. I suspect, and there's a lot of people you know, making this conjecture on social media, that the days of $15 are gone. Yeah. And that the dynamic pricing is just a, a way for Disney to slowly and incrementally increase the price to the point where they want it, which I think they want it so that both Disney World and Disneyland have a minimum of 25 
and then they can just charge whatever they want. Yep. The problem with that is in Disneyland, you are afforded extras with your $25. Yeah, we'll get to that. It's kind of, it's, you mean like photo pass? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it. I love it. I love it. I'm already learning some stuff. Uh, yeah. We haven't even gotten there yet. What photo pass? Yeah. So I'm just, for me right now, I feel like, um, the nickel and diming of the park guests because everything else is losing money is getting real old real quick. Yeah. And you know, I made a, I said it last time, our last episode about, you know, sorry, Bob, Iger, like, I know you think you're the savior and everybody um, loves you because you came back. But the reality is now that, that new Bob shine is wearing off Yeah, and you can't in one breath say, yeah, I recognize we overcharge people. And the other breath say, yeah, go ahead and charge $35. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. Um, you think he's involved in that decision? I, I don't think he's directly involved, but he certainly can say, what are you doing? Yeah. He can say, hey, Josh, tomorrow, whoever you have in charge of this dynamic pricing, stop it. Yeah. The other thing is, like, make it a so – give us a perk for staying on, on site, right? So if you want to make it $35 per person per day – for people staying off site, twenty five dollars per person per day on site. That's a possibility, or fifteen twenty five. Not that I think that that's worth. I don't think even twenty five dollars is necessarily worth it. Yeah. If you're there for a long enough trip that you know waiting in the standby lines, is okay. But I'm gonna tell you, and I've read it over and over again, and I think you'll agree, the best trip I've had as it pertains to lines was during 2021 when there was no fast pass and there was no lightning lane. Yeah. It was that in between times, everybody had to stand online. I don't know what do you what do you think about that? Well, I got to think back, but I can remember around that time we did. No, I think this was a little bit earlier, so this is this is an incorrect. But I remember telling you when I got back from one of my trips when we went to the Magic Kingdom, we did every single ride except two, and I couldn't believe we even got that close. I remember your comment being that the only thing you noticed was different. It was that summer. It was 2021, okay. summer 2021. Yep. Was that the lines stretched much further. And then you said, I think that's because they've done away with a lot of the switchbacks. Because at that time, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. middle of COVID still. Just social distancing. That's when I had to bring my so, UV umbrella and all that too. Right. Okay. So that, but the lines moved relatively well that summer. Yeah. And it was still packed. Um, so I, I don't know. This I don't think it's ever not packed. Anymore. True. Yeah. That, that's a very true statement. Well, we had to kind of plan for that. And I, I figured Disneyland would be busy. It was really busy. Yeah. I mean, it's the reality is you're going during spring break. Of course it's going to be busy. Yeah. But, um, it was, you know, it was more than I thought. It was I'm really be. interested though, to, to get to the second half of this show, um, and, and just find out exactly what, um, you know, what you, what your takeaways were. Yeah. I have a lot of opinions, pluses and minuses, a lot of pluses. Cool. But there's, um, there's some minuses too. Yeah. So I forgot to tell you, and you know, if, if this is uh, maybe wrong, if this information I have is wrong, we can go back and edit this out. But um, I heard that this week's sponsor of the halftime show is this new up and coming band. Yeah. Yeah. They're releasing a song this week on Spotify? On Friday. On Friday. 
Okay, yeah. and and their name. <laughs> Go <laughs> ahead. You, so you've come this far. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know if you would get mad at mad at me for this. Do, R- that means I have to cue it up. This yeah. is a surprise, like legit surprise. <laughs> so let, the, let, me, let so, me find it. <laughs> so the halftime show this week is gonna be brought to you by Rob's new band, Into the Light, uh, <laughs> who are dropping their first single on Spotify this Friday. Um, you know, it's probably his most mainstream style band, and yeah. I've got to tell you, I love the music that they're they're putting together. Um, four great guys, just really uh, rocking. Yeah, our, our our goal was to really try to do something that we feel like would have been released in 1994, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little later. Yeah, you know. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> kind of pause for a minute. Yeah, I'm typing that's, it. In. That's oh, okay. Go, so so we're gonna head off to the halftime show, and and instead of a little. Um, ad being read we'll play a little snippet uh from uh rob's new band into the light yeah so if you're if you're listening to this what's it friday the 18th yeah or after uh go to spotify apple music type in into the light and you can hear our first single which is called manuscript take a little piece of it Welcome back to episode 41, an episode I'm really looking forward to where we're going to discuss Rob's top takeaways from his adventures in Disneyland. Yeah, so no no top five or anything. No. Um, we went, the four of us and our family, went to California last week, and we went to Disneyland for one day, and we went to California Adventure for one day. So Nick and I discussed this episode would be the Disneyland episode, and I'd like to do an entirely different one on... Uh, California Adventure. So, okay, if you insist. Well, no spoilers, but it was amazing. Yeah, I, look, I, I, I loved. That I park. love the fact that we're getting to do it and not trying to condense stuff. Look, we have friends, podcast friends, who have done recaps of Disneyland and made it three episodes long, where they talk. Oh, I don't need in, that long. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's possible. There's a yeah, lot yeah. to see. I could. I mean, knowing me, I can talk. It's a, you know, that's what we do for and, a living. And honestly, that that brings me to one of the questions I have for you because yeah. there is a lot to see, and there are people who do two and three and four episodes just to do a recap of their trip to Disneyland. How did you do in one day? That's a great way to start. Actually, um, I would say both parks, Disneyland more so than California Adventure. We didn't 
get to do everything. I mean, if I were to do a percentage, knowing everything that's there, I didn't, I didn't get to do every ride that ex- that doesn't exist in Walt Disney World. And that was my goal. And I didn't get there. Okay. And we stayed the majority of the day. It, I mean, it was long. I mean, we were still, you know, jet lagged. And I think we stayed. We were there from rope drop before rope drop all the way to maybe 10 30 i think we left yeah so you got open to midnight listeners you need to remember that that means he was there till 1 30 our time because you weren't adjusted to no time and we then. traveled the whole day before we were exhausted and we yeah. went hard and then we went home went to sleep and got up and did california the next day yeah. hard so you know shout out to my wife and kids for for doing it. and they did pretty well yeah you know we all had moments where we were grumpy and you know, we all do. Rightfully so. And uh, But I think overall, everybody everybody did really well. So I guess to circle back and answer your question, we probably did two-thirds of everything there is to do, maybe even a little bit less than that. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, I don't want to go through a list and say we did that, we did that. I mean, I'll, no, no. I'll give you stories of things I did and of how course. They, of course. they stacked up. But I would say, before I begin, overall, we had a great time. Mm-hmm. We had a great time. It's it's a fun park, for sure. It, it is just, um, my wife said it best. She goes, it's Bizarro World. It's, you're walking into the Magic Kingdom that's not the Magic Kingdom. Which is exactly how people who are Disneylanders feel when they walk into the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, it's like you're you're having a weird dream where you're at work, but it's not really at work. It's your work, but you know it's not. That's <laughs> right. what this is. Right. And then it gets even weirder when you get in the back corner and all of a sudden you're in Galaxy's Edge. Okay, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Magic Kingdom and I walk two steps and then I'm in Hollywood Studios. So I, it, to, to be fair, we did not spend a lot of time in Galaxy's Edge. We did a loop through it just to walk around and check everything out and to look for Mando. We did not see Mando, but we looked and um, that was kind of our goal. Like I'd love to see, you know, Mando and and Grogu walking around, but Mm -hmm. I I've been waiting to tell you this one too, because you will appreciate this. So uh, Nick and I have a joke that when we go to Disney, uh, when we went together every single time, when we get up to the turnstile, something goes wrong. Yes, it does. And it did. <laughs> really? Get right up, uh, uh, my wife's like, okay, here's the short line. Here we go. So we get right up there. We get the short one. She did a good job getting us in the short line and get right up. I'm the next person. And this lady goes, <laughs> the lady who was, who was, you know, scanning her ticket says to the, to the cast member, now, how do I, you, how do I buy Genie Plus? And I'm like, no. <laughs> And the lady was nice. She goes, well, do you have the app? Yes. Well, press this and this. And I looked at my wife. I'm like, no. <laughs> and then I thought, well, Nick's going to think this story is funny. <laughs> so then we finally get through. Uh, purchase Genie Plus. That's important for stories for both days. Mm-hmm. We did buy Genie Plus right when we got in. Um, opened it up. You know, it's good and bad. And I'll tell you w- one reason that doing being able to purchase it right when you walk in the park, like, Truthfully, it ruined the magic a little bit for me walking in because I immediately had to open it, purchase it, bang, and hit what what our first right. uh, lightning lane was, yeah. which was Indiana Jones. But I, so it wasn't. But then you know we're halfway down Main Street by the time I look up and go, okay, I got Indiana Jones, and then I'm like, oh, now it's time to enjoy this. Like that kind of sucked, but that's my role and it's fine. But then I look up and there's the castle, and you know I could. 
You're going to throw a baseball over it. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it, it's small, but it's cool. And we got to go inside it and we walked through and did the Sleeping Beauty thing inside. It's, it's That part is cool. That's a little different. So, so the castle, I, you know, it's the one thing that people often comment on social media is like, oh, look at the little castle. You it know, is, like, but it's cool. And, and, I don't want to sound like a snobby Disney World guy, but like, is it as underwhelming as sometimes people lead on? Yeah, but it's endearing because yeah. the whole time I'm there, I'm like, okay, this is Walt. Like, you know, Walt's awesome. And on the flip side, it gave me an, another appreciation for Roy because Roy's like, all right, let's step it up. Yeah. All right. You know, my brother came up with this. I am going to like, you know, take it to the next level, basically. Yeah. You don't have brothers. I know what that's like. <laughs> The topper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty cool, Uh though, that you got to look up and you got to, you know, take that in. It's unfortunate that they make you because that's you have to purchase it inside the park. You do. After you've scanned. I tried a foot before when when that lady was asking. I opened mine to quick see if I could purchase it. Still couldn't do it. Right. Yeah. So I got in uh, quickly booked Indiana Jones and. we let's see what else. I, I have a bunch of notes here, so I want to make sure that I, I don't really miss anything. Can I, can I stop you and ask no, you about ahead. Indiana Jones? Just, yeah, no, or, go, or you, or, no, whatever, however you want to do it. Yeah, I, I just want to know something because it's basically the same track system as Dinosaur, right? <laughs> yeah, and um, I I don't like that ride. You'll like this ride, really? Oh, yeah, is it that much better just because of the surroundings? It's one of the most popular rides in the park for a reason. Okay. So I will, I'll, the best way to describe it is two ways for you to really understand why it's better. I mean, you, you understand like there's projections and you see Indiana Jones and the snakes, right? That's a given. Here's the things that you wouldn't know from just watching a video online. Right. The first one is it's way smoother. You know how the the car was what I was going to ask. It's jerky. It's way smoother. I'm not sure why, but it was like we got off and my daughter goes, it didn't bounce me around as much as in Dinosaur. So, and I hope my daughter listens to this episode. We have this joke where on Dinosaur, we'll like yell at each other, not my dino. Right. So like she said it during the ride and it cracked me up. It was really funny. She just goes, not my dino. It's hilarious. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah. And, but the other part is, and this is really what sets it apart and it'll help put it in perspective for listeners of if you've been on Dinosaur, it's all dark on the inside. You don't really know where you're going or what's going on. When you're in the Indiana Jones ride, it's it's almost like a giant theater or auditorium where when you come in, it's like the skull that's in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom with yeah. the Shankara stones, yeah. right? But the thing is, it's you weave back and forth in front of it and in and out. So there's all these cars moving in and out at once. So it's not like you're going from room to room. It's like you you kind of go down and around the skull. You go in and out of it. So you can see multiple cars, and it's brighter in that room. So even if it's the same exact track, there's no walls. There's parts where you're going down like a tunnel where they do the projections on the walls. There was actually one part that was dark, and I said, there should be something here, and there wasn't. So I'm it like there was music playing, and the car was kind of moving. I don't know why it would be just dark. So I think there was like an issue with the projection in that one part. But the middle part of the ride where you're kind of weaving back and forth with the other cars is really cool to see because you don't really know where you're going to go, but it's this kind of maze and all the cars are weaving around. It's really cool. Cool. And I mean, you can kind of, 
like right when you get in that big room, you're like, whoa, you'd see you're in this huge room and all the cars are kind of weaving around. You don't expect that. Yeah, that well, that's what well, I liked about that ride. Well, I think I think what's interesting is like so that one you can compare the ride system. Sure. But you had rides that you rode that are actual duplicates, but they're not. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to know what your and I don't want you to like rank them. That's because that's not what this episode's for. Yeah, and that's but, hard to or do. Or like say which one's better, but like, what are your takeaways about the about the stuff that's been cloned, either us to them or them to us? Sure. Well, what do you want? Do you want to know first? I, I would like to know a little bit about, um, honestly, pirates because that's one sure. that I've heard, you know, is really quite a bit different. It's great. Okay. If I were to pick one or the other, Disneyland by a lot. Okay. Right. So there's a third of the ride that is new. Yeah. Not new. There's a third of the ride that doesn't exist in Florida. Right. So it's okay. new, new to you. Correct. Not so to Disneylanders. There's two really great drops. <clears throat> so you get a mini drop in Pirates, right? Yeah. These both drops are significant. Okay. Where you, you feel it. Right. It's, it's fun. And, and you get a little wet. Not a lot. Okay. Um, you get a little more wet in the cannonball room where you get in there and it's, um, oh gosh, the, I'm trying to remember the character's name. Um, that's not Davy Jones. I can't remember the name of the character. Who's on top of the boat? Can you think of it either? Blackbeard? I don't even I don't know. know. You know who I mean. The scene where it's we, the big room. Folks, we just got done teaching for a day. So yeah, we did. We're, it's we're a fried. full day. And it's, it's we're right. just it, back from vacation. They but, understand. We're not going to yeah. remember stuff. But another cool thing about that room, when you're in there and the cannonballs are going off, basically you see the boat and then or the the giant you know clipper ship or whatever it is, and then you curve around and then you go into the the village part, right? Right. But if you look up on the wall, there's like a sword fight projection, like there's a fire burning. I think. Did you post a reel? Of this? I did. Yeah. It's really cool. Like, and we're watching. I turn to my wife and go, "Look at that!" <laughs> like, there's all these. <laughs> I mean, the whole first part of the ride, I just skipped right over that. When you go down um, the first drop, it's like skeletons, skeletons, skeletons. Like, you get a little bit of that right. in Florida, but there's a lot of it at Disneyland. It's very, very cool. Now, what about the when you're the part where you're like kind of going through the restaurant? So that is the end and the beginning of the ride. So my question... That's the load-in, load-out part. Does it take you out of... The theming no not really okay because the start of it is you're in new orleans and it's kind of like the bayou and there's crickets right as you go out of the restaurant part so it's kind of like you're in the city and then you see this little shack and then it goes dark and then you go down the waterfall and then it's the skeletons cool um and i know you're dying to tell us about your thoughts on your favorite ride of all time yeah haunted mansion I don't think it was better. I think it was cool, and I liked a lot about it, and I, I actually took a couple notes Go ahead. Um, that I'll, I'll rattle off. In a previous episode, um, I believe it was Easter eggs, we okay. talked about the Donald chair. Yeah. Okay, so the Donald chair is right at the beginning. Okay. Right away. And I rode the ride with my daughter, and I'm like, oh, the, the Donald chair, and I went to pull my phone out to take a picture, Yeah. and it, it wasn't. And I it tried not to be on my phone too much and it's funny because you had uh, on your personal page you had written something about enjoying yeah. the moment and yeah. i really did yeah i didn't get a million videos i didn't get a million photos i got some but a no, lot you did of a it good, you did a good job somebody asked me actually like 
oh man, I feel bad for Rob. He's doing all this content for. I was like, honestly, eh, not really. Honestly, I was like, honestly, he's making, he's taking those pictures and doing those films and doing those videos the same way he would if he were. Uh, the differences of where he's posting it. Yeah. Because because I know you and I I've watched you when you're, you know, on your own vacation. Yeah. You're doing the same thing. It was for me. It was not an excessive amount. No, it, it was a normal amount. Yeah. It was something I can handle and had time to do. Right. And it didn't take me out of enjoying my trip. Right. So we, um, had, a, we had a good time doing that. Um, so here's my notes. Uh, what happens is when you first start the ride, they'll do, um, do not pull down in the lap bar. I will lower it for you. Right. Then the narration stops and it's quiet. So it's just the music. Well, I think... Because, I mean, I only wrote it once, and again, I turn to my daughter, who I ride with a lot, and I go, I don't hear the narration. She goes, I wonder if it's just our car. And then there really was no narration. It was kind of creepy. So in a good way, like when you're riding in Florida, they, they kind of have that nar- narration for the majority of the ride until yeah. kind of the end. It turns off and on at times. Right. Uh, like, the you know, the piano player and... There's some things, like there's no MC Escher room. If you guys don't know who MC Escher is, look it up. Right, yeah. As soon as you see MC Escher, you go, oh, I know what you mean. There's no MC Escher room. That doesn't exist. And it's, so it's quiet, and then you kind of go down the hallway, and you see like the spinning 13 clock. Right. And then shortly, and there's other things here and there. I don't want to do every little detail. Shortly after that, you go into Madame Leota. Right. And you see Madame Leota, and then at the very end, when you exit Madame Leota is when the narration starts. Okay. That's when you hear it. And then you get the dancers and all that, but you don't see the piano player at the beginning, but you do have the guy in the coffin. Let me out of here. Let me out. Let me out of here. Yeah. Uh, That was a little louder actually. And then uh, you get into the attic part. Right. And the attic part's cool. My daughter was convinced that the, the uh, ghost woman who is allegedly, killing her husband right. that that projection was different and i wasn't sure so she might be right i have to look up and see it was really sharp and in the attic it there's a hidden like alcove thing where you can see the piano player so in florida if you're familiar with it the yeah. guy's banging on the piano keys yeah. well he's in the attic banging on the piano and it's really cool yeah you you showed that too i think i think i one. put that in the real too in a real or in a story but then we turn the corner there's the hat box ghost it was great but the biggest difference is this. Now you turn backwards and you and you go down, right? Yep. It's very bright in there. Not like daytime, but you can see things. So as you're going down backwards, we look up and you can see the trees. Like they're lit up kind of with that like glow paint. You yep. see them and there's faces in the trees, really kind of creepy faces. Wow. Cool. It's great. And you as you go backwards and I'm kind of looking around trying to take it all in, I look off to the right. So Picture you're going backwards yep. down um, the ride, and right. you look off to the right, okay. where normally there's nothing, right? Because all the action is to the left. If you look to the right, there's a house back there with a roof that's kind of like lit up. And I'm like, what is that? So it's kind of like you can see the mansion after you go out the window. You see part of the roof. Huh. Really cool. That's pretty That's pretty you, awesome. You actually. turn the corner, and you know the guy who has the lantern? Yeah. You see him really well. Like, it's... Again, it's not lit up in there, but it's just very vivid. That's the best way to put it. It's dark, but everything is very vivid in that room. So, I mean, those are the main notes I have. Oh, and at the end, um, in Disney World, they do the animated um, hitchhikers. 
it, they still have the original in Disneyland where they have the the figures, the animatronic right, yeah. figures, and that was great. Yeah, that uh, that one I prefer. Okay, well that you and that, know, that's a lot, but no, I, honestly, course, it's, that's the it's, short version. I mean, I could talk about yeah, it all day. Yeah, I know it's so your favorite. It's your favorite ride. It I get it. It was it was cool. Like to me, it's it's a ten and a nine. So there. So the next thing I wanted to ask you about because there are two real thrill rides in. Uh, Mag- not Magic Kingdom, sorry, Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. If you really want to call them thrill rides, yeah, I would say that the two thrill rides are Big One Thunder, closed, and Furbishment, right, and Matterhorn. Yeah. Now you didn't get to go on Big Thunder. Oh yeah. wait, I forgot Space Mountain. But like that's. Oh, we'll get to that. Okay, so I guess there's more than two. But my point, um, what I was trying to get to was the fact that Rob unfortunately was there when Big Thunder was being refurbished. But yeah. But that's, no big deal, right? Yeah, it's at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But luckily, he was there when Matterhorn was open. But you yeah. seemed to be not pleased with the ride experience. Uh, I, I'm I'm neither pleased nor pumped about it. It was it was interesting. It was very bumpy and very jarring, which which leads me to the reason I asked that question was because I wanted to lead into the fact that. That one's super jarring, mm-hmm. kind of like how our Space Mountain is super mm-hmm. jarring, and their Space Mountain is incredible, smooth, like it's night and day. My my wife is the best example. She got off the ride and went, that was the best ride I did all day. And I went, really? And she does not like that no, ride. She doesn't like it. She goes, I don't really want to ride that in Orlando. So the, the couple differences. Um, one is, instead of a single file cart, one, right, two, three, yep. one, two, three. It is two, two, and two. So you ride next to somebody else, which doesn't make that huge of a difference. But my best description when I got off of it, and I think I texted you when I got off of it or something. You did. That it was closer to Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind than it was to regular Space Mountain. The track was so smooth. It was, I, they must have redid the track. I'm sure they did. I'm sure people listening who know Disneyland were like, oh, duh, of course they did. I'm assuming they redid the track because it doesn't seem like it was from, you know, 1955. I know it didn't open in 55. Right, I yeah, realized I it opened mean. later, but um, it was super smooth. And it, and the, you could see the stars. Again, it was brighter in there. You could see, but not not see to the fact like like when you saw it lit up when you were riding people right, over. Right. wasn't like that. You see better. It was super smooth. The track, I swear the track is different. It, it was... It was a different ride altogether. Oh, and they play music. So in the headrest, they're playing kind of this like futuristic kind of upbeat pop tune. I don't even know how to describe okay. it. Like, I can't even put it in a generation. Maybe 70s space pop. Okay. It wasn't bad. Like it was, right. it was fine. It was kind of fun. So you had the music, like Cosmic Rewind. You had the stars above you, Cosmic Rewind. Super smooth track, Cosmic Rewind. And I can only imagine if they had... Because when they do Hyperspace Mountain, they do make yeah. it look like you're going in warp speed. Right. And That's happening they, in May, right? It's happening then, in? Yes. And then they have the TIE Fighters. That would have been great. Yeah. It was amazing. That's I'm so glad that you had the ability to ride something that's so easy to compare. You know, because one of the things you wonder when you ride these rides is like, did they always, or were they always like this? Is this just a you know, is this just a function of this is how this ride has to be? Yeah. But the fact that it doesn't have to be that way is kind of kind of a, a, a very cool thing. Yep. I want to move away from rides, if that's okay. Yeah, and I, I, I was actually, I think you're going to say what I was about to talk about, too. 
walk around characters. Yeah. Yeah. So one cool quick story before we get to all of it is the second ride we did was um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which was way better than I remembered it. Well, I was waiting to, because I, I purposely did not ask you about this yeah. too much. The fact that you that it lived up to its it to it, it old, was better to your old hype cool. and I remember because it's it's funny because you think you're gonna hit something and then last minute you turn and then it looks like you're in the room and all four or all three doors are closed and then you quickly turn and the doors fly open and you go through it mm. it it was it was a lot of fun that's cool uh, so that's kind of my short description of yeah. Mr Toad's Wild Ride yeah it was great. So we're waiting in line for Mr. Toad, and uh, my wife goes, holy cow, look! And I look over, and Peter Pan is skipping through the park by himself. No handler? No, just skipping around, just having fun. And and it's like, oh my gosh, there's Peter Pan. So Peter Pan skips around. He goes around the carousel, Yep. because where you wait in line for Mr. Toad is right next to the carousel. So he goes around it, and then he just gets on the carousel, and rides around it, waves to everybody, is like next to this family. Once the ride stops, he gets back off and just starts skipping back around the park. It was so cool. That That's beyond. <laughs> I'm speechless. Right. So I have it on video. Well, part of it, just because like I was like, Nick's not going to believe me. I got to show him this. So I have contended all along that the way that Disney does characters is at Disney World is done wrong. Um, I think that the character meet and greet thing is um, used just solely as a capacity thing, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't argue that. However, as an adult who would like to see some characters that is also not going to wait 45 minutes to see the character you know that, that you want to see, uh, it's cool that they actually just kind of wander. You want to hear the list? Sure. I made a list. Okay. I mean, we are the Dizzlist, so let's hear it. So um, after that, we were walking around, and we just randomly saw Belle signing autographs next to the Matterhorn. Just, oh, there's Belle in her blue dress. Oh, There's Belle, just autographs in the blue dress. Cool. And I, I was like, you guys want to you know, get a picture, autograph? They're like, nah. The kids were good about it, and we were kind of in a hurry to go to a different ride. Later on, we saw Peter Pan skipping again. I'm like, oh, there's Peter Pan again. Guess who's walking right behind him? Captain Hook. What? Right behind him, coming after him. It was great. There was a handler, though, with Hook, who I'm guessing was, by handler, what I mean is a cast member who, like, helps regulate what's going on. Well, also, it's, you know, he's not a face character. Right. So, a little harder to see. Uh, When we walked in, right at Rope Drop, Minnie came out, and Minnie was at... I can't remember the name of the restaurant. There's so many. Um, it's when you first walk into the park and you're in like the main circle there, the hub. It's the restaurant off to the right. And Minnie came out and was just greeting people. It's not part of like a breakfast meet and greet. Just here's Minnie. Surprise. So Minnie was there. Uh, Aladdin and the genie were walking around together. I have video Wait, of that. The, that's amazing. Yeah, the genie walked right by us when we were waiting in line for Pinocchio, just waved to me and kind of kept walking. But the actor, actress inside was so good because their their body language was very much like, I know you can't see me right now, but like kind of pumping their hands and like just their body language was very much genie. So for those of you not in the room, um, I just got to witness Rob on a <laughs> on an audio medium act 
sniffing out the genie is so funny because I was like, how long before I tell him nobody can see him yeah. except for me? <laughs> then shortly after, also in that whole middle area in Fantasyland, walks the Evil Queen, which was cool because we were waiting to get on Snow White. And you've and never seen her before. No. But no. I like I have only because I went to that dining yes. uh, the storybook dining. But yes. yeah, that's that's cool. It was cool to be getting on Snow White and the in the Evil Queen walking by. Right. We did see the Evil Queen up top too. Oh, that's which cool. Which was really it's kind of creepy in a good in a good way. Um who's the last one? Oh, and then when we were in Toontown, Donald walks up and like shakes his tush at the camera. I have video of that too. Yeah. I think I posted that on our, you our, did. our Instagram story. Yeah. But um I think that's it. Cool. I mean my wife or kids might remind me that there were others, but that's a lot. And that's not a meet and greet. That's just chilling in the park and who I ran into. So right. I'm sure there's more that we didn't or see. Or if you were like day. if you're there for multiple days and you want to do a day where you're not it's not ride centric mm-hmm. or you're a regular. You oh, know. I forgot one. My daughter got her picture with Moana. We sent it to you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't put that on the list. Oh. Moana was just hanging out. I forgot. And we walked right up and got well, got a picture with Moana. The other thing is like I wasn't. I wouldn't correct you. Like I know you've met other characters because you sent me some other pictures, but those were Did in I? California Adventure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's so, for next episode. Yeah, those were um, too. So one of the things I wanted to say was that I think the reason that the that the characters can do that, which you know is awesome, is somewhat due to one of the things that was a key takeaway for you about the crowd. Oh yeah. That's a so, big deal. It was really crowded, right? I loved the California Disneyland crowd. The people there were so nice, so chill. No one was angry. No one wanted to rip anyone's head off. There wasn't people trying to cut in line. Everyone was just chilling and having a great time. And it, it was, was still... completely California as you would expect it to be. And it was completely great. mobbed too, right? Oh, yeah. And it the... was... Um, I have, I've seen it more crowded in Disney World before at a couple different times uh, that I've been there, but this would be seven and a half, eight. Okay. Compared to what I know in Walt Disney world, which it was, it was busy. Right. Yeah. So I I just find that interesting that the vibe is that different. It, It was, it really, both parks, both days. And you know, the other thing you had mentioned was that it was like that. And even though it was like that, you know, where people are chill, you said it was probably harder to navigate because of some of the issues with, like, how wide everything was, right? Yeah, that that was one of my biggest issues <clears throat> with Disneyland is that the, um, I guess the walkways is the best yeah. way to put it, were just much narrower, and everything really is very close together. And that's one of my favorite things about Disney World and how they do it is it's just so much more expansive. Not expensive, which it might be, but expansive. There's way more space to spread things out, let it breathe a little bit more. So it was hard to move around a little bit. But, you know, for example, if, um, you know, shout out to Ear Scouts. I'm play- I played the genie slots while we were there. It worked out great. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing the genie slots, for example, we would be over in Adventureland. And all of a sudden, oh, okay, we, we can ride. We can go over and do Star Tours, which happened. It was, it's not that far of a walk. So from Adventureland to Star Tours, is pretty short. So mm-hmm. we zipped over there and did did our, our Star Tours ride. Um, let's see what else. Um, I don't want to skip anything. I want to quickly look at these notes and so see. While, oh. while, I was just going to say, while you're looking at those notes. Yeah, go ahead. So Rob from Ear Scouts 
uh, they had posted on Twitter. I just wanted this is a callback to last episode. Sure. Um, you won, like we said, that battle between me and you about the who would like the, who, the food better. Right. Yeah. Sure. The, not the food, but the the dining experience. Right. Um, uh, the Andes here. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, there were a surprising number of people though who were with me on on exactly what I said that they didn't feel like it was. I felt like it was too gimmicky. There was actually it was like. I think when the poll ended, it was 60-40 you. I would have told you I would get blown out of the water. But Rob yelled at me. Rob said, come on, Nick, it's adorable. <laughs> and I was like, uh, you're right. Well, again, it, all this stuff is is opinion. I'm sure I'm going to yeah. share some stuff today yeah. that's not a popular opinion, but, you know, it's mine. So yeah. here's one that people might not like. Okay, go ahead. When I was in, um, oh, my gosh, I literally almost said future world. Yeah. When I was in Tomorrowland, yeah, uh, we had breakfast over there. We had we went to the Galactic Grill and we got like breakfast sandwiches, which is essentially like the size of a hamburger with uh, you know bacon and egg. It was a little greasy. It wasn't great. It was okay, but we're sitting there and the four of us are eating. And we we hung out for a little bit, just a little bit of a rest. We were hanging out, and at one point I look up and I'm and I said to my wife, I go, "This looks pretty dingy. Like there was a lot of." like dirt and grime on the building above. And then we looked over to a different direction, kind of over towards, they actually do a Star Wars launch bay, uh, which we didn't get to do, but, right. and over by Autopia, there was, like, all the paint was faded, and there were scratches on things. And I went, this place needs a lot of TLC. So there were some, not all, there were some places that looked pretty dingy. And I know that there's some Disney uh, fan media outlets that, will point out different things in Disney World that are not painted nicely, and then, like, all of a sudden, they're painted. But, I don't know, Disneyland had a couple things that had been overlooked. But um, It's older. It is. So, I mean, some of it could be that. Um, maybe they want to theme it to the smog. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We, we did see the smog, that's for um, sure. So, I think... I think honestly, what my takeaway was from you telling me a lot of you know a lot of this just now, and from what I've gathered from our earlier conversations, is just that you know it you probably uh, you enjoyed yourself, but you probably would have enjoyed yourself a little bit more had you had two days. Is that yes, a correct assessment? Definitely. Okay. And then a day and a half for <clears throat> California Adventure. Yeah. Because we didn't quite get to do everything there, too. Yeah. I think that's that's a fair estimate, right? Is about yeah. about four days. I think four days going going so four days without Genie Plus would would be great for both parks because there's a lot. Yeah, I didn't think there was as much to do as there was. Did you ride the monorail? We did not. We did not. There, um, uh, you know, there's a third of the things we didn't get to do, Um, but we and a lot of it depended too on Lightning Lane and playing the slots and what we got. So. I don't want to miss anything on my list here. Yeah. Uh, Star Tours, uh, I talked about that. Uh, Space Mountain. Oh, so um, it was still early in the day, and I got a lightning lane for Space Mountain. And then what I did was I took the advice of um, not only Ear Scouts, but there's other people that do it too, that I set a timer for two hours, Mm -hmm. and then I started to stack. So at one point, I think I had three different lightning lanes stacked, and we kind of did you know this and that here and there, but I... I did both methods. So if you're a, a Disney Genie Plus user, one way you can do it is you can book a lightning lane. And as soon as you use it, you get to use another one right away. So as soon as I go through the 
turnstile and go through and use my lightning lane, boom, I'm booking another one right away. So you sent me a picture actually while you were stacking. Yes, so, I did. What what it So you had a four fifty five for Roger Rabbit's card uh car twos cartoon spin yep you had a 510 for space mountain yep and a 545 for buzz Lightyear astro blasters which <laughs> which whoever names these things might want to think a little bit come more. on nick there's a pg show here yeah right um so <laughs> so yeah we did pretty good with that that's a pretty decent stack yep we did we did pretty decent with that too um then i want to go back to my list the train i, mm. I that was a must for me so we yeah. did the train and my daughter noticed something i wanted to point out to, to you too as we were getting on the train two things happened one more significant than the other the less significant is my daughter says did you hear that dad and i go what she goes they just said take a ride around the magic kingdom she goes, they called it the Magic Kingdom. This is Disneyland. I go, that's a good point. And then the announcement came on again. It said, take a train ride around the Magic Kingdom. And I went, huh. It, it was just interesting that they referred to it in Disneyland as the Magic Kingdom huh. in, in the announcement. So anyone going to Disneyland anytime soon, getting on the train, listen for that. It's kind of interesting. Uh, the other thing is that where we got on to the train was in Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. This um, station in Tomorrowland was adjacent to where people unload for Autopia. Autopia is the Tomorrowland Speedway of the West. So as we're watching, we're all like the four of us were looking over as people were getting off. We see, so our, our view was semi-blocked, and it'll make sense once I explain this story. We see a woman get off of the car and falls hard. And all you see is her legs sticking out. And she, but she didn't move for like 15 minutes. We just saw these legs and like cast members scrambling around and like clearing the track out. We don't know if she just couldn't get up or fell and like knocked herself out. We still don't know to this day. I, so I would have had a hard time <laughs> because I'm that guy when someone slips and falls who laughs. <laughs> so I would have had a hard time containing myself. It was. Like, I hope she was they okay. They stopped the whole ride. It was like fifteen minutes. It was that fifteen oh, minutes. So she's like legit yeah. hurt yeah. as we're waiting for the train. Because I... so that makes me feel bad because I still would have laughed. <laughs> like I'm sorry, I've done it before. People have like slipped and fallen on ice, and I just laugh. And it's like they clearly hurt themselves badly. But like I can't help it. And I'm we're gonna get to... hate mail now. Well, listen, Schadenfreude. <laughs> Schadenfreude is a real thing, and people can can attest that they're you're on you're in one of two camps but yeah oh my gosh so um i also have some i made a bad choice do you want to hear about my bad choice Should I sure myself sure a Why, yeah maybe maybe you can go ahead and give us that so i wore the wrong footwear oh no did you wear sandals no i decided to wear uh these these jordan fives you know what those are yeah why i thought they look cool <laughs> i made a mistake Dude, you're 40 something i know so halfway through the first day, I didn't tell you this yet. No. Halfway through the first day, my blisters were so bad. Well, yeah. That, that I literally threw the shoes out and bought the shoes I'm wearing right now. These vans, these vans, <laughs> which were really good. Like I really like them. They're like a. You newer... threw out Jordan fives. Yeah. You had to throw them out. Yes. They were your blisters were that bad. Yes. Dear God. Yeah. So I made a bad choice. Just know, folks, that yes, I am. I am not perfect. I made a mistake. Wear the right footwear. Even That's the guys who do the Disney podcast make dumb mistakes sometimes too. So yeah. I'm just, I don't know. 
I, I, I'm sharing everything. I'm, uh, I'm showing all my dirty laundry. All right. Uh, I want to make sure I, I don't miss anything. Uh, we did Pinocchio. Pinocchio is not great. Um, I'd never done that one before. It was a little boring. Snow White Scary Adventures was okay. I remember writing that when I was little. I was hoping there was a little more nostalgia. But, I mean, it, a lot of it was what you would see on the inside of uh, Snow White's uh, The Mine Train. A lot of the same stuff. It was okay. It wasn't bad. Um, then um, we went and got Starbucks, and the marching band came out, and it was really cool. The marching band, like the Disney marching band. Yeah, yeah. And they did um, a dream you wish our yeah. heart makes. Yeah. And it was really cool. It was great. Um, then we went back and did Pirates. We talked about that a little bit. Um, then I put uh, blisters, <laughs> Got uh, took care of that, got the uh, the Vans. Oh, and I got a discount on them, too, because I used my Disney card. And mm. even though this store was not a Disney hold store. Up, hold up. You, yeah, bought, yeah. you had to buy them in the park? Yeah. yeah Whoa. Man. I had to. Like, my feet hurt so bad i made i made a bad bad choice i cannot even imagine bad choice so listeners wear the right shoes i goofed i made a mistake yeah like bad choice but i got 10 percent off at least because i purchased it in downtown disney so we left the park bought him came back in oh okay gotcha uh then we did roger rabbit that was cool because you can steer that ride so that ride right. is an indoor dark ride, but you have a steering wheel and yeah. you can like spin it any direction. Not as bad as what you no, would think. I, I know what not you mean. like the teacups. Yeah. So um, it was fun. Um, my wife and I rode that one, and she uh, spun us around in a non make you sick way. Cool. It was cool. That one. Yeah. That ride was okay too. Space Mountain was great. Um, trying I, to see if how did any... you like how did you like the refurbished tune? Um, Very cool. Yeah. It was really cool. My kids really liked it too, and they're they're teens and. You know, you never really know how kids are going to react. To, you know, was it too babyish? They thought it was great. Cool. Um, the the best part when you walk in is you go down under the railroad track and you come up, and the way that they painted the backdrop, since you know right behind Toontown is yeah. like a road, yeah, uh, going around Disneyland, and you can see that they painted it in atmospheric perspective, so it looks like it goes mm-hmm. off into the distance. So that was done really well. Mm-hmm. We went into oh gosh yeah we have it up on the screen right now yeah uh, we went into Mickey's house cool. that was kind of fun I wanted to go in at least one of the houses because you can go into a yeah. um, few of the houses we did that we uh, rode Roger Rabbit back there did not do Runaway Railway because we've done it and the only thing that's different is the queue so I didn't feel like we missed out uh, the Goofy roller coaster that or no it's not Goofy the uh, gadget right uh, yeah, the yeah yeah Chippendale gadget mm-hmm. roller coaster wasn't working it was it was kind of like working on and off during the day gotcha so we um decided not to but that was kind of a fun area mobbed because yeah it's, it's new brand new yeah like it was hard to get through but in many ways we enjoyed it in many ways you were probably lucky that it's newer because it helped to suck in a lot of the capacity correct so um but we yeah we enjoyed that for sure then we um went back and did buzz lightyear uh the which is it's very similar to the one in Orlando, but you there's detachable uh, guns that you can use. And you can move mm-hmm. them around with the lasers. And I'm pretty sure, and you can tell me because I, I couldn't remember this. Does Buzz actually have an animatronic that fights Zerg at the end? Man, I don't think so. Because they have that here. And I was like, I don't remember this. Okay. I maybe yeah. we could be wrong. Um, which is going to lead me to one thing I did not like. Okay. 
And that is one of two, one of three rides in the whole park that have a ride photo. And you know how I am with ride photos. Yeah. I love me a good ride photo. So Buzz Lightyear had it. And I will show you this photo at some point when you're here visiting one of these nights we're hanging out. We were blurry and like way far in the background. It was a terrible photo. And everybody's were awful. It's really, really bad. Okay. So I was not happy with that. That was one. Yep. The other one was Space Mountain. And the flash was so bad. There was a a taller woman who was in front of my son. And my son's pretty tall. Yeah. So this woman was in front of my son. And the way that the flash worked, it's like he's not even on the ride. It's like he flew out of the cart. (laughs) So you can see me and my wife sitting together. And then my my two. Can that make your Christmas card this year? I'd have to Photoshop him in flying out of the car. (laughs) Uh, and then uh, my son and daughter were just right in front of us because it's a car of six, two, two, and two. Right. And just the way that the light hits it, you can, you can, it's like he's not even there. Like, oh, where'd my son yeah. go? Um, so that photo was okay. I mean, it's it was just kind of luck of the draw that you know you couldn't see him because of the shadow. The other ride that has it was Splash Mountain, which we did not do. Which I wanted to. We were going to try to do at the end of the night because it was very cold that day, which I didn't mention. So, like, the average temperature was maybe 62, I think. And it, it was very cold in the morning and very cold at night. And during the day, it was it was decent temperature. But our plan was to do that one and then head out and then, and then leave. But um, the kids were tired, and we had traveled all day. And like you said, it was, like, 1.30 in the morning. Um, and generally, my kids are good at staying up. You know, right. Yours are, too. Yeah. For younger kids, your kids do great with that. But we decided to call it a day and and head back to the so, hotel. So we didn't get to do that one either. Yeah. So much like much like uh, this episode where we're not going to even come close to fitting everything in. Yeah. You know. Every, you know well, and the, you're getting a, the abbreviated versions of everything, and we're still coming up to. And we still we're not longer than any normal episode. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, like just just like this episode where it's like there's no way that you could fit everything in. No. Um. No. Do you want to? Give us any final thoughts about it? Mm-hmm. Um, Over, my, like your overall just feeling about Disneyland Park? Yes. So my um, my overall thought about Disneyland Park is if I had never been to the Magic Kingdom, this would have been so cool. And I think the fact that I have spent so many times and so many trips, I think I'm I'm at 20-something. I lost, lost count. Um. I've been to Magic Kingdom so many times that this was just, uh, it's kind of like the weird Magic Kingdom for me. I enjoyed it. Please, don't get me wrong. I, it was great. If you were to say, how was Disneyland? Great. It was great. But for me, it was it was so much more of a mental thing where I'm comparing A and B the whole time. Right. Because it is so incredibly different. And And the last thing I'll say is this. It's funny how in the middle of the park, it is very 1955 in a good way. You know, the the boats that go into Monstro's mouth. I forgot that the storybook boats or something. I can't remember. Right. Casey's train going around um, the carousel, Mr. Toad, all, all those right in the center. Very old. Right. And then the further you go out, it gets a little bit more modern. You know, you get out to Haunted Mansion and. And the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is a little bit more 70s style, in all in a good way. Mm-hmm. Then you a little further out, and then it's then you get uh, out to um, uh, Splash Mountain, mm-hmm. 
little bit newer, a little that's 90s, I think, right? 89. 89. Then you go a little further out, and then you have Galaxy's Edge. So it's kind of funny. You can see if you start right in the center at the castle and you work your way out from there on sort of the west side of the park that way, it's it's like decades, you know? It's kind of interesting how how it works. I can totally see that. I mean, it makes sense. So, but it's a little bit more pronounced and noticeable than it is in Disney World. Okay, and I can't put my finger on why. Maybe because everything's so close together, and in Disney World, it's spread out, and they can transition those things a little bit better. Probably, there's probably something to do with that. I would say. I think that's a fair, fair estimate. But I had a great time, and. If this helps sell the next episode, if people are like, I don't know if I want to listen to the California Adventure one. We actually really enjoyed California Adventure. Yeah, I I will tell you this. I know what his takes are on California Adventure more so than Disneyland. It's going to be a fun one, folks. It yeah. really is. So, And again, did not dislike it. It's just, it's <clears throat> kind of like you're watching a rerun in a different language. Well, California Adventure is a, <laughs> California Adventure is a completely new park It for is, you. and that's why I, I yeah. really, really Whereas enjoy it. Even though this is a new park, it's not. I mean, I don't... I can do a Dizlist top five favorite parks. California Adventure is on it. Yeah, that's pretty... It's awesome. That's awesome. So I, I said to Nick, I go, Nick, you're going to love this place. That's that's great. So thanks for listening. I know it's a lot, and I'm I tried to talk fast, and I tried to abbreviate... If you have questions and you want to um, send it to uh, the Dizlist social media, you know, um, Nick checks it most often, but if there's something specifically for me, I'm happy to check and to answer. And um, a couple people actually sent me messages while I was there yeah. and I answered back. And yeah. it, was, it was nice to talk to uh, listeners too while I was at the park. Yeah, so. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>